0: Acts chapter 28, and we're going to read from the new King James Version in the moments that remain in our service today. It's our custom to pass out notes, but if you'll allow me the liberty to just bring it to you, I'd encourage you to write it down, but more than that, that God by his own finger would write on the fleshly tablets of our heart, that we would be changed by the word of God that goes forth and doesn't return void. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will remain, will endure forever. Acts 28 and verse 1. If you're all there, say amen. Amen. Now when they had escaped, they found out that the island was called Malta, and the natives showed us unusual kindness. For they kindled a fire and made us all feel welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks... And laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said one to another, No doubt this man's a murderer who thought he'd escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they looked for a long time and saw that no harm came to him, they changed their minds and they said that he was a god. Verse 7. In that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen of that island whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went up to him and prayed, laid his hands on him, and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island, who had diseases, also came and were healed. They also honored us in many ways. And when we departed, they provided such things as were necessary. Father, thank you for what you did in the first service. And now in the moments that remain here in the second, in the eleven o'clock, I pray that you would move in great power in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. There are many across our valley that are having challenges. I, I think I said earlier in the service that, that I think every one of us knows someone who struggles or struggled with addiction, affliction, maybe even disease. There's an overrun of, uh, of the assignments of the enemy on people's lives. And many times in our own lives, even though we're blessed, come on, say I'm blessed, even though we're blessed, we're going to go through some stuff. The key is going through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. Don't pitch a tent. Don't set up your wall tent and make a fire in the valley of the shadow of death. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So we're going to go through stuff. And in fact, the apostle Paul, in the context of what's taking place here, he's on his way. He's appealed to Caesar. He's on a voyage to Rome on a ship called Andromeda. And they basically end up, even though he encouraged them to not go further on in their journey, they ended up in a nor'wester or nor'easter, I forget, I'd have to go look, but they ended up in a big storm that basically caused them to sink. And the angel of the Lord comes to him as they're in this storm and and tells him no one's going to die and gives him some instruction. There's 364 souls, I think, on board. So, I mean, if you were just to say, I'm blessed, and I don't go through anything, well, the Apostle Paul is blessed. I mean, he wrote three-quarters of the New Testament, fairly anointed guy, planted churches all over the world, raised the dead, healed the sick. I mean, he's the Apostle Paul. Amazing. I mean, he's like the ever, everlast bunny or whatever, you know, ever-ready bunny. I mean, he'd have a pile of rocks, he ended up all stone, not like they would be stone today. He ended up stone like rocks bouncing off his skull. He's under a pile of rocks and he got up. I think that's when he saw the third heaven. I mean, the Apostle Paul, amazing. And he ends up in tremendous challenging situation. How many of you have been through some challenging situations? It's not like you're not going to go through them. You're going to go through them, but make sure you go through. In actual fact, I think the Apostle Paul could be trusted in his relationship with the Lord so much that God could trust him to be there, to hold on and believe and proclaim and declare God's freedom and the plan of God so that 364 people could be saved. I think many would be drowned. Could it be that God has got you in the situation that you're in so that you could stand your ground and proclaim the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living and see people delivered and see people saved? Yeah, and then he brings you out. But you're, you're going to go through things. Just go through them. There's going to be fights, but you always win. And so the apostle Paul is here, and he they wind up, you know, some on planks and parts of the ship, and they they're, they're brought into this place called Malta. And it's cold and they start a fire. Has anybody ever been at a fire when you're hunting or something and it's freezing and it's raining? There's nothing like a nice fire when you're freezing cold and wet. And so they start this fire. And uh, what's amazing to me is that what happens? The Apostle Paul is trying to be helpful. He's serving. He's picking up sticks. He's trying to collect wood. I always enjoy when people go looking for wood when it's time for a fire outside. Well, that's what he's doing. And he's bitten, as he throws a pile of uh, wood on, he's bitten by a viper. Evil, basically, tries to get him. We live in a world where there is darkness and disease and assignments of the devil. But Jesus said, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. He said, nothing by any means will harm you. We're going to face darkness, but light overcomes darkness. We've been in the midst of reaching the lost. 360, 306 people, pardon me, have given their hearts to Jesus just in the last week or so, since February seventh, And uh, that's not counting all the, the, all the services and times before, but we're emphasizing. We've got teams going out. Why? Because there are so many that are facing suicide. So many are hopeless. So many are broken. So many are addicted. So many are, are bound and marriages on the rocks, and fatherless children, and motherless children, and people going through things. And we have the answer. Jesus is the answer. Now, how will they know unless we go? So we're, we're pushing to, to reach the lost. And so the apostle Paul is being persecuted and on his way to Rome because he's been preaching the good news of Jesus. He's bitten by a viper, and he's falsely accused. Has anybody here ever been falsely accused? I was falsely accused last week. I think I said it to to a couple here. Uh, listen, if people don't like you, it ain't a popularity contest. And, and statistically, only two or three people like you anyway. So... <laughs> I don't think that's true, but it makes you feel better. Come on, if, if, you, be, if you be with the Lord, you walk, come on, you, you, if your ways please the Lord, he'll make your enemies to be at peace with you. Serve God with your hair on fire. Let the chips fall. People don't like it, you know. I mean, God judges us by the motives of our heart and, and of course, by the things that we do as well. But he, he, he was misjudged. They said, what a wicked murderer. And He should have been killed. Don't be so quick to judge people. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't know what they're going through. And so oftentimes, people judge people. They, they tried to judge him, and, they, and, and some people purposely lie. They, they make up stories. <sighs> really? Yeah. yeah. They're called liars. Liars go to hell. Anyway, let's not be a part of those that would spread lies. Don't, don't, don't be a gossip. Don't be a liar. They, so, you know, the Apostle Paul's on the blunt end of this thing. See, you know, some people are just ignorant. They're, they're, they're ignorant, so they just want to blame people. And you know, the, you ever heard of that expression, a scapegoat? A scapegoat, there was a goat that they would lay their hands on to impart into the goat sin. And then they would send the goat out in the Old Testament into the wilderness to die. A scapegoat is somebody that receives somebody else's sin even though they didn't do it. And there's, you know, at times of, of pain and challenge, the, you know, folks want to point the finger, always want somebody to blame. And it's a sad thing. And this is what happens with the Apostle Paul. And it's an unexpected problem. What do you do when you face unexpected problems and challenges? Well, do what the Apostle Paul did. What did he do? He shook off the snake. He shook it off. Come on, somebody say shake it off. Shake it off. Well, you can't please everybody. I love the illustration. I've used it many times. A farmer had a, had a donkey. The donkey had gotten quite old. And uh, the farmer thought, well, let's, uh, let's bury the donkey because, uh, you know, he's old. And so they had a well that had dried up. And so they, they took the donkey and they lowered it into the well. And uh, they started throwing dirt, dirt on it. It's not very nice, burying a donkey alive anyway. And this uh, old donkey might have been old, but it wasn't dumb. And so with shovel after shovel of dirt hitting his back, he just shook it off and stepped up. Shovel after shovel, dirt load after dirt load, shook it off, stepped up, shook it off, stepped up. You know what you need to do when you're falsely accused? Shake it off and step up. You know what you need to do when you're facing unexpected problems? Shake it off and, and step up. You know when you're facing things or you're going through difficulties, shake it off and step up and just get back to work. That's what the Apostle Paul did. He, he got back to work. He went about the business of what he was doing. And the end result is that, that the power of God is released in his life. The power of God is relieved. Venomous poison doesn't affect him. His, his, ac- his accusers... Turned into worshipers, which wasn't so good. I'm sure he corrected that. It doesn't say that, but they thought, oh, ooh, he's a god. Well, at least they're not calling him a murderer now, but the god turns things around. And a great opportunity is opened for him, and he's invited to the place of, of great influence. And uh, Publius, what a name, don't name your son Publius. Publius' father, sick. And the Apostle Paul prays and has a healing service and Publius' father gets healed. And people begin to bring their sick. God turned what the devil meant for evil through a snake, through venomous poison and accusation to kill the Apostle Paul. And God turned it around for him and it ended up being a healing revival. You can go and look at the, at the, the Christian history of Malta. For 500 years they had a basically God moving there and it's, it's scant to find it, but, but, but because of prayer and God touching the apostle Paul and him through laying on of hands and believing God, a whole turnaround took place for not only the 364 people, but for the whole island of Malta. Could it be that God would use you, that God would use me to shake off whatever difficulties we're going through, step up, and begin to declare the kingdom of God is at hand, begin to speak truth, begin to speak life. Come on, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you. You know what onion skin is? Somebody said, they're thin-skinned. How about that? You ever heard that expression, thin-skinned? Somebody said, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names never hurt me. It's totally not true. Because there are word curses and names. Some of, some, of you are, some of you have names if you've assigned to yourself that, that the enemy has tried to keep on. You need to shake that off too. But you just do the right thing. Endeavor to do the right thing. Live before God with humility and grace. He's invited to the governor's house. He brings healing. Okay, why wasn't the apostle Paul affected? Well, I believe it's because God gave him a word. And I want you to look at this with me. Acts twenty-three, verse eleven. Acts twenty-three, eleven. Worship team come, please. Acts twenty three, eleven says this. The following night the Lord stood near I love that. The Lord stood near the Apostle Paul. Stood near Paul and said, Take courage. As you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify about me in Rome. He had a word from the Lord. Everyone here needs to know God's word, but even more than that, as we have a, or I, I should say more than that, because God's word cannot be replaced by any prophetic gift or prophetic word. The word of God is elevated far above and is a rule and standard for all prophetic words. We're having a prophetic conference. It starts next Friday night. It will close. It'll fill up and close. We're more than halfway now, and it'll close. Can only let about five hundred people in because we just can't handle that. We get to our new building. We'll we'll have a bigger one. At that prophetic conference, those that are registered will will get a a word from the Lord. He'll prophesy over every single person that is registered. And he said we. I have to pay for a prophetic word? No, you're helping us regain the costs and expenses of plane tickets, and and we don't just give them a handshake and send them out the back door. Thanks. Here's a loaf of bread. We we don't do that. We're gonna work very hard, and we're gonna bless them, and we'll take love offerings for them also. But this prophetic conference we've been doing for 14 years. At every prophetic conference, every year we've done it, the church goes from here to here. And new things break out. The power of God breaks out. We go to the next level. Listen, the building you see, the the steel building, exists because of a prophetic word. It didn't exist. God basically raised up people to speak it into existence and then stand on the word and give towards it and take steps of faith. That's why that's there. Now, we're not done yet, but we will finish it. As it says in Zechariah chapter 4, with shouts of grace, grace to it. He had a word from the Lord. You need a word from the Lord. Whenever you face a circumstances, a situation, a viper, get a word from the Lord. Understand and know what God's called you to do and stay. Don't be moved. Continue to pick up the sticks. Continue to serve. Don't be moved by people's opinions, even people's lies. In Acts 16, 9, this is how the word of the Lord was used to help the apostle Paul. Acts 16, nine. During the night Paul had a vision of man in Macedonia standing and begging him come over to Macedonia to help us. That's how he knew to go to Macedonia. He had a word from the Lord. In Acts 18, verse 9 and 11. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Don't keep silent for I am with you. No one is going to attack you or harm you because I have many people in the city. So Paul stayed a year and a half teaching the word of God. So let me just say this in application and closing. What is the word of the Lord over your life? What what has God said for you to do? Now the word for, for the Lord for us at Kings here over this next year is multiply. That's the prophetic word for us worldwide, multiply. We're going to multiply. We're going to live in the blessing of God. We're going to multiply. We're going to grow. We're going to increase us and our children. We're going to reach the lost. Can someone say amen? The word is a seed. And you've got to you've got to allow the word to get in you and dwell richly and speak it, declare it. That's why I'm trying to get you to say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hey, can you play that one song uh, that we were playing before? What is it? Where's Sister Anointed? What that one? Can you play that in the background for me? Good. And the word of the Lord will come to pass in various ways, but you've got to speak it forth. How many of you going through something? Good. Keep going. Keep going. And walk in victory. Resist the devil. He will flee. Are you getting anything? Very simple message. Very simple. Shake off the problem. Come on. Somebody say shake it off. Come on. Put your hand out there. Don't poke someone in the eye. Shake it off. And they say talk to the hand. That's right. Talk to the hand. I'm blessed. Come on. Shake it off. Keep on doing what God's called you to do. You register for the prophetic conference. It'll be life-changing. I want to say also that this service is entirely different than the first service. Why would I say that? The first service, there was some sort of prophetic unction. Powerful, powerful 9 o'clock service. 1 o'clock will be different than this one. Why would I say that? You go and listen to it. I preached out of Ezekiel 37, a powerful word over our valley. We're headed for a great awakening. I believe that with all my heart. We labor and 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 pray and strive with the power that's so mightily at work on the inside of us. Why? Because there is a place called hell and there is a place called heaven. We believe it. We preach, declare it, and proclaim the truth, the way of of of, of God, the narrow way, that you can be free, you can be healed, you can be whole. You don't have to be addicted. You don't have to be afflicted. You don't have to be bound. Your marriage doesn't, doesn't have to be a ball and chain. It should be the blessed marriage. Blessed children. You go, well, that's the terrible twos. You know, he's two. He, stop. Learn to train your children. Amen. You don't have to have terrible twos. Learn to, learn to, learn to be a good parent. All of those things. Learn to walk in the blessing of God. He said, well, I wasn't raised that way. Well, we'll start a new, a new generation. Start to, to live a life of being unoffended. Don't have such thick, thick thin skin. Shake it off. Get after God. Serve God. Be a light in the midst of darkness. Shine. Burning like a John the Baptist. A burning, shining light in the midst of a crooked and a depraved generation holding out the word of life. Come on, be like that. Those that know their God will do great exploits for Him. Where are the ones that are doing great exploits? Right here. We're going to reach the lost. We're going to see the bound delivered. Come on, you begin to invite people to church. You begin to invite people to the events. Get some of those scripts that we have out there. They're all at that information desk. In fact, where's Pastor Vince? Would you please go and and get them from the Connect desk and just hand them to people when they're walking out. I'm going to close in a minute. And let's change our community. Let's change our state, let's change our nation. Listen, Christianity is not about getting a little warm blanket and a stinking cup of tea and then hoping that everything's gonna change. God is raising up world changers from the midst of us and we are going to see God break out on the right, break out on the left, heal the sick, set the captives free. Come on we can believe that the opioid crisis can end. That fentanyl can end. That no more will there be people like a zombie apocalypse all jacked up year after year with the, not getting help from another prescription but getting set free from something that's bigger than a prescription. Jesus Christ of Nazareth who came and died on a cross and rose again from the grave. He's got power over venom and vipers and snakes and disease. We need to learn to live in that place. To live in the place. Come on somebody say shake it off. Stand up on your feet. Shake it off. Shake off whatever challenge you're going through. Move forward in destiny and purpose and watch and see what God will do. He'll cause you to be the head and not the tail. The lender not the borrower. I'm trying to release hope to you you can make it, you can do it, you can overcome with God's help can you say amen every head bowed, every eye closed all across this place if you're not right with God don't you leave this place in that condition because there is a place called hell it's not made for you, not created for you it's God's desire that none would perish but all would come to repentance if you've never given your heart to Jesus for the first time won't you do it today Or if you have and you drifted you've got compromise and you want to come home you want to sell out you want to give your heart back to him number two then do it today give your heart to jesus for the first time or recommit to him or thirdly maybe the devil just lies to you and you're not sure if you're saved or not and you want to be sure all across this place, those online, every head bowed, every eye closed. You say, that's me, Pastor. I want to get right with God for the first time. Or, that's me, Pastor. I want to be included in the prayer because I drifted as I'm not as on fire as I used to be. Or you say, that's me. I, I just want to be sure. On the count of three, you say, if that's you, you fit in any of those categories on the count of three, slip your hand up. One, two, three. Do it right now. God bless you. Raise your hand high. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty. God bless you. 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 God bless you all the way in the back. God bless you. I see that hand, sir, ma'am. I see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty. Come on, let's pray this prayer right out loud all across this place. Say it with me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, to die in my place, to rise again from the grave for me, and forgive me of all of my sin. Come into my heart. Come into my life. And be my Lord be my savior wash me cleanse me make me new thank you for loving me thank you for hearing my prayer amen let me pray for you holy spirit i pray fill and touch these right now in the name of jesus every bondage be broken every chain be severed every cord sickness infirmity disease every bondage perversion pornography Every bit of darkness right now, in Jesus' name, be severed off of your people as they live for you. And as we face challenges, as we move forward, many times heartache being turned to joy, we declare.